Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Steve Politi from NJ Advanced Media for the yet-to-be-named, renamed Rutgers podcast. I'm joined, as always, by Keith Sargent, James Cratchfellas. It feels like I've got deja vu. We're doing this all over again today. We had technical issues. We let Cratch be uh, the producer one time. We record this, quite simply, the best podcast we've ever recorded, and it gets screwed up. Sarge, I really – I don't know where to start. Should we fire him? Should we still let him in? All I know is I've been a producer for a year and a half, two years, and never had that yeah. issue. But uh, you know what? The, the kid's a rookie. We'll, we'll give him a pass on it. Right. Right. And the fact that the fan base, of course, is incredibly in love with him yeah. makes it impossible. For <laughs> That's the thing. Like, if we rip him, you, you, you know, it's just going to be bad for you and I. <laughs> it was right. great. It was a great podcast. I listened to it driving. It, it was excellent. We should sell. We should put it like. Remember in the old days when you had a bootleg concert, you put it on like a tape, and then you'd sell it like in a in a, in a for true fans of the this podcast that should be available someplace for all, sale. All, all like four of them or no? All four of all yes, all four <laughs> of them. If you want this, we will email it to you. But for now, you're going to have to get our second best effort of the day. But let's talk about the big news of the day mm-hmm. because uh, obviously this, this can only be described as a bullet dodged. Art Sikowski not only uh, made it out alive from Columbus, but is healthy enough that he's going to practice. And Chris Ash seemed to make it uh, indicate that he's going to play on Saturday, which, you know, surprised me. I don't know how you guys felt about it, but it certainly surprised me. Yeah, I'll start. Um, I wasn't terribly surprised because I, I kind of got the inkling over Saturday night into Sunday and into Monday that nothing horrible had popped up. Uh, with Art, I mean, they, they left Saturday with Art saying he was going to be fine, and I guess that all kind of panned out. But at the same time, I mean, I think Rutgers has to sit down and really thank its lucky stars because uh, this whole thing could have been completely blown up six quarters in. Uh, that was a hellacious hit he took from oh. Nick Bosa. Uh, one of, I think, maybe the hardest hit I've ever seen in person. And it was not just that hit. I mean, there were several hits. He got hit a lot on Saturday, which I'm sure we'll discuss later. So they just had to count, you know, look, we'll see what he does. Chris Ash kind of indicated he doesn't know how much he's going to throw the football this week. And I still think that odds are better than not that you might see an increased role for Gio or Jonathan Lewis on Saturday, just given the opponent and given Art's situation. is They probably don't want to go 
all in, you know, necessarily if he's, if he doesn't feel great during the week, but look, they, they they're very, very fortunate because that could have been an absolute disaster against Ohio so, state. Sorry. Will you start him this week? I mean, what, what do you think? Um, well, if he's, if he's ready to go, I would, um, he's the best quarterback they have. Um, and you know, that's just based on, there's no knock on Gio, but that's just based on, we, we, we know what Gio is. I mean, after, you know, playing uh, 12 games the last two years and then art by all accounts beat him out in, in training camp. So if he's ready to go, I would, but I, I think James is right. I mean, I, I still, he's a tough kid and I know people who are, who are close to him, who, who, you know, swear that, you know, he's going to be ready to go, you know, um, uh, my understanding is, you know, you know, it's a ribs injury and it's a, you know, shoulder injury and, and there's nothing, you know, structural, you know, as, as far as any damage. So maybe he can go, but, um, you know, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, he's a franchise quarterback and, and if there's any, you know, doubt about, about, you know, this, uh, risking further harm, I, I, I think I would play Gio. Well, let's let's uh, revisit the play, and I know this was uh, you know a, a hot topic. I, if by now, if you haven't read what I wrote about it, I, I thought it was just criminally insane to drop him back to pass in the situation where he got hurt. It was you know third down, end of the first half. They were running the ball out. They were down thirty-five nothing. They're on their own, you know, on their own thirty-five yard line. It just seemed like they're the scenario especially when you know that you can't block Nick Bosa and you knew from the moments of the game, you weren't going to be able to block him, you know, to drop back, to throw that pass. You know, I think they know now with some mistakes. Really. We, we asked both uh, Chris Ash and John McNulty about it. And, you know, it, this, this is more than just a hindsight thing though. I think, you know, a lot, a lot of people in <laughs> the moment we, we saw him dropping back were like, Oh my gosh. Uh, Sarge, you're not so sure though. We were talking about a little yeah. bit. And you thought maybe the, the situation was a little different. Yeah, I mean, just a little context here, okay? And James had had a, gr- a great point in his uh, in in his uh, Rutgers uh, review, which you know Rutgers fans, you have to check this out because it's as good of a, a of, of a of anything that we do on NJ.com. Monday, his film review is just phenomenal. But do we really point, need the pump? Do we really need to advertise the film review again? I mean, enough well, with the love about the well, film review. Yeah, well, James get you know I don't know if you know this, but James actually gets paid by every you know, positive comment. You know, on NG.com, and that's all. You know, that's all there is. So I'm just trying to help the guy. Well, so. he's no, no wonder he's living well. <laughs> that's why he was dri- <laughs> drove to, to Rutgers in the Maserati today. Um, that's true. Yep. But to, 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 for some context, I mean, it wasn't like it was a deep pass. It was you know a, a middle screen, which essentially, um, my my feeling is, and I get the 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 time that you can run the ball, run the ball out get to halftime. I get that. It, it, that play that they ran could have happened on the first play of the third quarter, could have happened in the middle of the, of the, of the second quarter. Sometimes it boils down to, and I'm not ripping the kid, but because the kid actually did own, own, own it, said that he should have made the block. But Tariq Cole is a three-year starter who has been billed as a, an all-Big Ten caliber offensive lineman. Um, he didn't get out of his stance. He didn't make the block. I get it. Nick Bose is, you know, one of the best players in the country, one of the best defensive players in the country. I get it. Not the easiest, but it wasn't like they were, you know, on my, my first take, you know, know, after the game, I'm thinking that, you know, they called for like a deep pass or whatever. It was a, a play over the middle, a quick pass. Um, well, the I, quick I, pass took forever, though. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen in this wonderful film review. You watched the little really? clip. He, did, 
Did it really take he, forever, try, he takes it. He takes the shotgun snap and he drops back four steps. And even Nick then, Bowen he's basically had a free shot at the blind side. I mean, yes, I, don't know I understand. That. I don't. I, it, it, I I could blame you know Stakowski on sometimes for maybe holding the ball. I don't think he he took it forever. Um, and and the other thing is okay. And I'll say a couple more things about uh, about it. Uh, two, I give Ash actually I give him a little bit of credit, and you know this might be a little inside baseball, but you know after the game. You know, I'm looking at the notifications on my Twitter. I'm looking at emails. You know, people are like, go for blood. You got to, you got to, you know, no question is hard enough for Chris Ash. The fan base was irate about it, right? So I asked the first two questions in the post game. You know, one first question was, is Art okay? And, and, he, and he said, you know, well, you know that, that Art said that he thought that he was fine, but he was going to have to be evaluated. And then I asked him, you know, about regretting the call. And I've dealt with coaches, you know, at every level – particularly at Rutgers, Greg Schiano would not have admitted a mistake there. Neither would have Kyle Flood. I'm just telling you for a fact, they, they would not have. Chris Ash owned it, said, yeah, and, and you know, he wished he would have called a timeout. He owned it today. Um, I know it's just a small thing, but, you know, give Ash credit. He wasn't, you know, pigheaded in saying, you know, yeah, that, that was the right call or whatever. He owned it, said in hindsight he wouldn't do it again. We could talk about the call forever. Um, again, I, I do think that there comes down to execution and I do think that there is a, a point that sometimes you just have to, you know, you have to play, you have to play football. All right. Cratch, your thoughts. Well, the one thing I will say is, and I, I wish I had asked John McNulty this, uh, during the press conference is, was it designed for a step drop or was art having been crushed for two quarters of football, maybe taking like little choppy steps, you know, kind of feeling a little, you know, feeling jittery in the pocket, which okay. I think would be understandable if given a freshman quarterback who had already been, lit, you know, hit very hard uh, by Ohio right. State's pass rush. So I, that's why I want to know. I, I highly doubt they, I mean, if, if they call it a quick pass as a shotgun involves a, a long drop after that, doesn't make much sense. But if it was just one of those things where he dropped more than he was because he was feeling such a heat, that's a little different. I, I still, I don't think they should have, thrown the ball there, but I understand that they thought it was the same thing as a run. I would just say, why not do that on first down and run on second and third? I've seen that. And John McNulty was great today. John McDulley was great today talking about, uh, you know, what happened. He owned it as well. Uh, you know, and he made, he made a couple of points I thought were really important. Number one, that, that the kid's attitude was just great coming in on Sunday you know, he's already passed it. He wanted to finish the game, which, of course, is craziness, but they wanted to finish the game. He's disappointed he couldn't. And then the other point he made that, and I think this is the bigger concern going going forward, you know, they've got to keep him clean. He, that's what John McGulty said. We've got to keep Art clean. Uh, is, is I mean, are you worried now? This is two games. Texas State had a good pass rush. You can dismiss. I mean, Ohio State's going to be one of the best defenses in the country. Uh, we know all about that. But are you when you're watching this now, can, are they going to be able to block anybody? Can they block Kansas? Yeah, I, mean, I was just going to finish the point. I've actually seen that play work where, where the running back gets, you know, behind uh, in front of the linebacker and you actually get 30, 30 yard, cheap yards out of it and maybe kick a field goal. But um, to answer your question, Steve, I, I think. The Texas State game, you know, it did give you some concern. Uh, they did get a couple of clean shots on them. Um, I think that, you know, James hit, hit the nail on the head that, that this wasn't just that hit. I mean, there were a lot of uh, other hits that it was a cumulative. That's the reason why, you know, Art is feeling a little sore on Sunday and even Monday, and there's still some questions about it. So is there concern long-term? So, sure. I mean, I think, you know, anytime, I think, you know, James would probably know the t- number off the top of his head 
based on his, on his thorough film review, I I think he has probably been hit at least eight or nine times. I mean, I think that uh, you know, I, uh, James. I mean, do you know like you know how many times has Art been hit so far in in, in uh, ten quarters? I, I was actually thinking I, I six quarters. Um, about I didn't really count against Texas State. Uh, I don't think he. I my this is a guess, Demet. I don't have the exact number in my hand. It's probably ten to twelve. That's I think it was probably six, six or seven against Ohio State. Um, the one thing I'll say is that it happened once against Texas State and once against o- Ohio State. Uh, he got hit kind of low, or like there was you know, Nick right. Bosa. Someone was kind of down at his legs. Yep. That's <laughs> like that's also a major issue in my opinion because you know he's even more vulnerable if some guy gets knocked into his knee down there, you know, after throwing the ball. Uh, the, uh, look, I, I think, and we talked about this, I can say, I can reference our old podcast that never got taped. They did adjust on the offensive line against Texas State. They didn't really know what defense they were going to run coming into the game as his new defensive coordinator without much of a FBS, you know, resume to his name. They gave up some some pressure early. They kind of settled down, made some adjustments in game. They were better. There's nothing you can do to adjust to Ohio State in the game. Now, I think the question is, okay, they go to Kansas. Kansas is a team that their, their strength is defense. Their defense has been playing well the first two weeks, but they're they're better than Texas State. They're obviously not as good as Ohio State. I think the question is if they – handle those guys relatively well, if they can adjust to those guys, then we say, okay, maybe this offensive line is okay. If they struggle mightily against Kansas, then Rutgers is a major problem on its hands. All right. Are you ready for some true or false? We I'm are. ready. Are you ready? Are you, re- are you sure? This is, I've All been right. waiting since, you know, for, for weeks on end for, for this true and false. <laughs> true or it. false? <laughs> the talent gap has closed with Ohio State. False. 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 You got to come up with better ones than that one. Come on. That is, that is, that is a bad, uh, that is a bad omen, I think. True or false, the receivers are better than they've shown and will show improvement against Kansas. False. Wow. False. I think they are what they are. Oh, boy. That, that's a bad news, too. Uh, true or false, if you're an NFL GM, you take Nick Bosa number one overall. True. Probably take a quarterback, depending on my need. Not yeah. a running back? No. <laughs> I would not take a running That's back. That's my one jam, we'll, folks. Will we'll Greer. We'll God's Greer, humor. Maybe. I love it. All right. True or false, <laughs> the whole directional punting thing is working like a charm. True. Mm. Can't wait. <laughs> I mean, Can't wait I mean, till we fight this one out. I mean, Cratch is just trying to buddy up with the coaching staff. I'm going to say false. Oh, I think you changed your answer from the first blow, time. Oh, blow. Oh, blow. All right. True or, f- <laughs> true or false, Kansas should be a three-point favorite this weekend. True. Okay. True. I just I mean, I thought that was a pick at best, but true or false, Rutgers is a field hockey school. True. More to come in the, in the days ahead. Field hockey school. Uh, the women's soccer program would argue with it, but um, I would uh, – I'll say true. Field hockey fever. True or false? The Big Ten is not is not going to get a team in the playoffs. False. False. They might get two. You're both buying it. You two? Wisconsin. True. Play in the championship game. True or I false? Think, 
if Rutgers loses to Kansas, Chris Ash is going to feel the white hot heat from this fan base. True. True. True, true, true. And finally, true. (laughs) Fan base. Finally, true or false, driving to Columbus, Ohio, when the company (laughs) will pay for flight is completely insane. True or false, Cratch? True. I'm going to say false. I think that's a great idea. I think yeah, this I is think an inside anyone... joke, folks. But Sarge <laughs> drove to drove to Columbus. He drove like, and again, we work for a company. I know, like, it's not you know we we have we have budget issues like most most media companies these days. But we do pay for flights and hotels. But Sarge drove to Columbus, Ohio, the seven and a half hours on the way back in a hailstorm. <laughs> for what I can see, is just no uh, no feasible. My rule of thumb is anything under eight hours. I, I try to drive. I like driving. One, I think the airports, yeah, I, I can't stand. I get agitated when I go to the airports and have to wait. And I've had too many flights get canceled. And, you know, if I could just drive and listen to the radio and, you know, I, but, you know, you're, you're, you hit it down the head because driving home, I had, you know, while I was driving in, in like a, a monsoon, I was uh, regretting it for sure. So, Lawrence, Kansas, I think right now, <laughs> but, but is actually 18 hours and 51 minutes away. So I guess you're not going to this game. It'll be Cratch and I. Well, let's I talk leaving, about this I'm game. I'm actually we leaving right now. I'm actually leaving right now. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Uh, we've talked about it. And I, and I totally agree, agree with the true here that this is, you know, has to be Chris Ash's most important game since he's gotten to Piscataway. And that's this, you know, this season rests on them winning this game. And, and if they lose this game, I think fans are a lot of people who have been on the bandwagon are going to get to jump off because it's going to be hard for for Rutgers to show improvement in year three if you're not beating Kansas, which is by virtually any measure the worst Power Five school in the country. Well, I thought it was refreshing when when Chris Ash, you know, and he dismissed the question a little bit, but then he did say that one of their goals is to win non conference their non conference games, which we we you know documented or is the easiest non conference schedule they've had. And in order to go to a bowl game, they're going to have to win, all, you know, all their non-conference games. So this is one of them. Um, I I think that in, in so many ways that the fan base will will I just I just can see from my Twitter, I can see the, from the comment section, you know, whenever I do check the message boards, you can just sense it that there's going to be a revolt and people questioning, you know, uh, and you know, rightly or wrongly, because James probably has an opinion on this too. He's not going to be on the hot seat, folks. Okay, because. He has an AD, he has, you know, board of governors, he has boosters. They all still support him. And it's only year three. He's early in year three. And he has a five-year contract. He got the With $10 million dollars left. Yes. His he's seat not, is an iceberg. He's not There's nothing hot about it. <laughs> in the definition of being on Aussie, he's so far from it. But as far <laughs> from the perspective of the fans' perspective, which has an impact, and I, we talked about it last week, from a ticket sales um, you know, the, the season ticket, uh, numbers are, you know, they are what they are, 22,000. And, you know, to, in order to have a walk up or have any buzz going forward, they need to win this game. I, th- and I think that while he kind of, I, I get the feeling that they are definitely pushing that message. The players was, uh, after the coaches press conferences today, we had a couple of players come in and talk to us. And one of the players said this straight out, you know, well, you know, there are power five in like when a player says that, you know, that Ash and his staff are telling these guys like, look, I understand Kansas is four and 34 in the last four years, but they play like they're in the big 12. They're a power five school like they have a four star freshman running back. They have recruits. So 
I think that as much as Rutgers fans don't want to think about it, this Kansas team does have some ability, and they're kind of on even footing. At least they're going to look at it, is that they're even footing with Rutgers. This is a chance for Kansas to win a game at home, which is something, first off, they don't really win games at all, but they just beat Central Michigan. They're flying high. Now they got a chance to have a, a you know, it's like that scene in Major League, like, or Major League Two, where, you know, you win one game, then you win a second game. That's called a winning streak. <laughs> they haven't experienced that in so long here. You know, Kansas, they're good. They've had this game circled for months. They think they're going to beat Rutgers. They probably think they're better than Rutgers. So absolutely, this is their one chance. I mean, the, the, you know, Kansas yeah. looking at this too, the same way that Rutgers is looking at it, that, that their season think, can't go anywhere without winning this game. I mean, Seriously? I agree. It's the most important game because if <laughs> Rutgers wins this game, they have a chance to potentially go to a bowl. If Kansas loses this game, they're probably not going to win another game the rest of the year because they're at Baylor a week after that. That's a competitive game. And then it's eight straight weeks of just losing 70 to 10 in the big 12. Look, so I think this is a game that Ash has to win, and it's a game Rutgers has to win. If there are three Smoes in, 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 in uh, Lawrence, Kansas, doing a podcast, first off, they're probably talking about basketball, not football. because yeah, that's <laughs> Exactly. But, but if they are talking about this game, they're saying pretty much the same thing that we're saying, that this is, you know, that, you know, this is a game that they've had circled on the calendar, and this is a must-win, and all, all the same thing. So th- that's why you probably are right. I mean, it's probably a pick em. Could go either way. Kansas is at home, so maybe you give them a couple points. But for sure, you know, this is, you know, it's just a huge game. All right. Mean tweets. We had a good one. I had a good one. Couple, we had a couple of mean. It was mean comments, mean tweets. People are just mean. Uh, <laughs> so I was at the Giants game, and I tweeted after the Giants interception, Eli Manning's pick six. Got, the ball got deflected. I tweeted like, hey, at least Eli Manning has a touchdown for somebody. And then someone, Greg, on Twitter replied to me, really? Today was Manning's fault? You should be forced to cover Rutgers forever. <laughs> Which is interesting. Which kind of sounds like my life, by the way. This is like year 20 or 25 or 30. I mean, I, I feel like <laughs> You have been forced. I don't, you have been filed. I, I think someone who made that wish, I think forever. someone made, right. made that cur- curse me 20 years ago. I think I'm, I'm living it right now. And so, and so the, and the next <laughs> mean, this is not a mean tweet, it's a mean comment. So Cratch, in between, uh, the uh, the brilliant uh, Pulitzer level film review um, that the fans uh, best American sports writing volume fifteen Gary Smith Rick Riley level you know great Wright Thompson I'm trying to think of some other between doing that apparently he did a story that the fans did not like he wrote like what fourteen reasons why Kansas is a trap game or something. It's not, um, it was just kind of educating the fans on what to yeah. expect from the Jayhawks. All right. Okay. Well, someone, some reader on that in the comment was, this article is not up to the usual standards for you. This is more like a Sarge article, which I <laughs> – that is just I, – I, I, I give that guy credit, whoever he is. I mean, I'm sure you didn't put his name to it, but I give him credit because yeah. you know, anytime you can zing – not just one, but two NJ.com writers in one in one comment. I mean, I, I give I, them all the credit in the world. I'm a little disappointed I was left out of that somehow. I love it, though. That was just a brilliant a brilliant zinger. All right, do we piss off any fan, fan bases this week? I don't think so. Ohio State fans, you know, you guys were there. And, like, usually when Dunleavy went on the road, we'd at least get some story of someone getting insulted in some way. But it seemed like you guys just go to the game like professionals and came home. I'm the, well, the, the, pr- the press box was, was – I mean, we, we've – 
criticized. I think we spent a, way too much time in years past talking about the food, so I don't want to make this like a weekly thing. But you know, the, the, it was the worst offering. And Ohio <laughs> State gets you know the amount of money that comes into Ohio State. They had sloppy Joe, and that you know, and honestly, I don't think mm. I've had sloppy Joe since like my 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 junior year of high school, and uh, was not a fan. Was not a fan of sloppy Joe. But the the, the insulting part was, you know, we so at this point. Everyone knows that I like to get to a game early, okay? Whereas opposed, you know, to to Politi and Dunleavy in the past, they would get to the game, a 12 o'clock game, they would get there at like 11.55 and then complain about what are we going to do with these five minutes? Thanks a lot, Sarge. So I like to get to a game early. We got there at 12.15. That's the reason why Cratch is the best partner I've ever had. 12.15. 12.15 for a 3.30 start. We get the setup. We get to, you know, get, get a feel for everything and, you know, and, you know, be able to collect our thoughts and talk like a team. And, you know, but, you know, you're hungry, right? So, and there's, you know, the food smelled well, good. You know, it was penny pasta with meatballs and, and you know, a little Caesar salad. Looked great, right? So we walk up. We each grab a plate, some a fork, you know, a napkin, and about to put a you know meatball onto my plate. The security guy comes up and says, "Excuse me, sir, this is for the TV crew." So we were denied, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, our, our, our lunch. You couldn't, was, you couldn't even have a meatball. They wouldn't even give you a meatball. Wouldn't even get. And, and then little did we know that you know an hour later, an hour and a half later, we would get sloppy Joe. I, I just have two things to say. One, it was pouring, so. In a normal situation, I told Sarge, since we were there so early, all right, let's find a way to get to the concourse. Let's, you know, just get food that way. Um, but it was, you know, it was pouring and it was complicated. Two, I never thought I would get to a press box that made me yearn for the Washington Redskins press box spread. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Um, but again, I just want to throw in the we understand free food, not a big deal. Don't come oh, at us. No, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Huge, huge. Yeah, we understand our part in the world. No, no, no big J journalism stuff here. All right, the podcast name, as you people might have known, we're we're voting on a new podcast name because our podcast name is terrible. And in this market now, where there are forty three different Rutgers podcasts, it's hard to find a name of your own. But before I do this, for some unknown reason, I've been playing a TV theme song for for Sarge to guess. And we did one for the last, for the first try we taped this. He got it right. So I'm going to give him a harder one. Uh, but I will give you this clue, Sarge, all right? It is again, again, a TV theme show, a song, song from a show that involves someone in the news. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> this is the worst. I think theme. I know. I think I know. This is it, the worst theme song of all time. All time. Is that Evening Shade? It is Evening Shade. Yes. Cratch <laughs> comes in did with you, the save. Did you well done? Did, did you, you know it or did you just no? No, I, I legitimately. I mean, I was sitting there. I heard it. I'm thinking to myself, "Who's in the news?" Just so that the listeners at home know. He has uh, Shazam on his phone. Wait, the on. I Dream of Genie theme song. We taped this earlier in the day because <laughs> Bill Daly, Major Healy, or as I said, he should be remembered as Howard Borden for the Bob mm. Newhart show. Terrible loss. <laughs> the, and yeah. greatest character actor performance, you know, roles in, in TV history. Uh, then we played the Bob Newhart theme song. 
But then I thought to myself, okay, who besides <laughs> Bill Daly, just in the news, passed away? Burt Reynolds, obviously. Smokey, and I, I knew it wasn't the Smokey and the Bandit theme song. So you're either going to go there, Longest Yard theme, or Evening Shade. So that's why I said Evening Shade. <laughs> Tremendous. Well, I couldn't do Smokey well and the Bandit because it's not a TV show, but you would have got this that's right. Exactly. That's what I meant. You know, TV. I knew it was TV. I yeah. knew he was on Evening Shade. Go with it. All right. <laughs> so what is the names that we could this week we had four three three names sarge's name was by far most popular what were they again I am, uh birthplace banter birthplace which won banter. over 64 percent right. right what the hell which was okay. mine got 32 percent steve billy leggett's boys yeah. i still think it'd be a great bar name in new brunswick yeah it got four percent of the 4%. vote that's where i'm at I like birthplace banter. I'm okay with that. I think it's good alliteration. Uh, I understand that there's an all-time legendary Rutgers-related alliteration nickname that's out there. Maybe we should get the legal team on it. I, I can't say I it. Can, I, I, I think I, I can say it because I, I came up with it years ago. Scarlet Scuttlebutt? Is that what you're talking about? You came up with the Scarlet Scuttlebutt? I, I, really? yeah, I, did. I didn't that know was, if we had standards and practices, but you know. Yeah, you should have you trademarked that. Uh, <laughs> oh, all right. I wish I would have so done that. Just, and, you know. First place banner is, is I think it's a winner right there. Uh, I don't know. It's just some kind of corny. Sorry, you. I mean, Crash. You actually had some. A reader suggested a few. Yes. Is that uh, Paul sent us Night Ledger, Night playing Ledger. off the fact that you know the Star Ledger, the newspaper that our stuff mm-hmm. shows up in from time to time. Uh, and then Carol's sent us a lot of names. Okay. I'll just run through them very quickly. Night moves, night bites, upstream audible, Scarlet audible. Upstream Confidential, Raritan Confidential, which sounds like a news magazine, The Scarlet <laughs> Slant, which is good but too close to our friends over at the Spotlight. That would be kind of gimmick infringement. The Huddle, Upstream Huddle, and Birthplace Huddle. Look, I, I, I am at the point now where I'll say Night Ledger. I think that has some, some – Night Ledger, huh? Night Ledger. I mean like you know, it, it has it has a ties to what we Get do. Got little night moves right here going on now. Can you hear it? I do. Can Bob can nice. Bob Seger uh, join us? As, you know, on, maybe we can have Bob Seger as a guest. That might that might spruce us up. Bob right. Seger films the theme song. Okay, I, I'm yeah, I'm gonna go Night Ledger. I Night like Ledger. that. Okay, I think Birthplace Banter or Pod Scataway. I'm okay with either name. Those are, two, those are the, two best so far. I'm gonna go with the RU Review, and the as R-U kind of an homage hit to the uh, the film review, which is you know clearly Pulitzer worthy. <laughs> so. I mean, I've seen the numbers on that, and anytime you put yeah. review in anything on NJ.com, I think you, know, you have a winner. So it is our brand now. Clearly, review. that's our yeah. review. All right, I like that. I, I I'm going to do. I don't usually like the corny ones, but I, I think a reader suggested to me Night Train. I kind of like Night Train. That's kind of like a you know well, kind of solely thing. Get some soul in there. Play some you know. <laughs> play some Motown. Wasn't there like an NFL running back with uh, the nickname Night Train? Dick Night Train Lane. Night Train Lane. Maybe we can have Bob Seger on one week. Then, and Dick uh, Night Train. Okay. It's good. I, don't know if, I don't know if Night Train is still with us, guys. Uh, final <laughs> thoughts? What do you guys got? We should pick we, this game because I think you know, it, this, is the important, this is the important game. I want to know where you guys stand in this game. Uh, is it going to be a victory for Chris Ash? I'm gonna go first, and I I'm gonna disappoint our our, our three or four reader uh, listeners. Uh, I'm not gonna make my pick. I think I'm gonna reserve judgment until later in the week. I'd like to see a little bit of whether or not Sakowski's gonna play. I'd like to see you know <coughs> get more of a feel. I will say this though, and I did this is coming from someone who picked six and six bowl team. 
I've seen enough of this team right now. I don't think this is a bowl team. So at some point, I do feel like I might back off that. This could be the week. Um, I don't love the bandwagon. I don't know I how don't... you saw a bowl team to begin with, but okay, you're off the bandwagon now. That's fair. I mean, all right. Okay. <laughs> so you're not going to give us a pick, though. Is what you're I'm saying. not going to. I'm going to disappoint our, our, our three readers, our, our three listeners, and, and, and reserve it until later in the week. Cratch? I think Rutgers wins. I think this is. I picked them to lose after spring ball. People got upset. I picked them to win. Uh, in our final season predictions, I, I think it's a very close game. I think the line was Kansas uh, three-point favorite. I think it's moved down to two and a half. I think it kind of nosedived to two and a half. You know, uh, Jay Poole, one of our loyal Twitter followers, told me uh, basically right around the time Art, you know, that, that Ash said that Art was probably going to be able to play on Saturday. I think it's a tight game. I think it's going to be a weird game. I mean, it's going to be 11 a.m. Central kickoff, empty stadium, you know, mm-hmm. Big 12 officials. I think something odd is going to happen. And But I think at the end of the day, I think Kansas's offense is kind of limited outside of uh, their talented freshman tailback, Puka Williams. And I think their defense has been kind of opportunistic, but they've also – they been living off of turnovers the first two weeks of the season and as long as Rutgers can protect the football which I know you know with Art in there it's kind of a concern obviously because he's shown a proclivity to throw interceptions I just think they're better up front and that they'll be able to protect Art and or Geo because I do think you'll probably see Geo and Jonathan Lewis play at some point in this game I, I think it'll be a tight game I think Rutgers you know they win by three to seven points and they come home to Buffalo which I think is really the next big game of Chris Ash's tenure because that Buffalo team is, is a lot better than I think I they I fit it tongue-tied there I think that Buffalo team might be the best team in the MAC. they're better than Eastern Michigan was a year ago when they came to Rutgers I think it's gonna be a really tough game for them and if they can get those and get the three and one maybe we can start talking about a bowl yeah, I, I think they're going to win. I think they're going to win relatively uh, easily. I, you know, easily by you know the standards of this program right now. But I can see a you know twenty eight seventeen, twenty eight fourteen victory. Uh, they're just more talented, and you got to you got to figure that. You know, I, again, you, you, when you go against a team that's on your level, and you've got you've got guys like Blackshear, you've got playmakers. You're you're going to be better defensively. I think the defensive front, you know, obviously wasn't a great performance against uh, against Ohio State, uh, and they were exploited in the passing game, but they were pretty good against the run. So I think they they take some something encouraging out of that, and I, I just I just got a feeling that. You know, the talent, the talent is just higher. I mean, Kansas has just been abysmal. They're like four and 34 on the current head coach. I mean, it's just, I, I just can't, I can't imagine that this would be a bad outcome, but I've been wrong before. <laughs> All right, guys, anything else? No, I was just going to say, I, I'm glad that Cratch acknowledged that he totally hedged the bet because I, I remember I, you know, a, a spring. <laughs> prediction where, where he said Kansas would win, then he changed it. So I, I'm glad that he... Uh, no, no, I'm picking, a- I'm picking Rutgers to win. <laughs> if, if Rutgers loses, I cannot take credit for that. Well, she's picking something, unlike you. That's I've got to wait to see. That, that's a fair point. People I'll came all the way 33 minutes into the podcast, so Sarge isn't going to give us a pick. Okay. Well, I was going to say, and if you can hear this, folks, I'm happy, because that means this worked the second time around. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> if it doesn't work this time, I'm gonna dr- I'm gonna drive to New Brunswick and, and throw your. If it doesn't work, we'll, we'll 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 just have our, our loyal listeners. Uh, you know, we'll call yeah. them and, and 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 do the. We'll do Dave White's there. suggestion, which is yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, 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 we could just call. We could just put call, on a sp- like a three way. Uh, yeah, put on a three way. <laughs> you know, cell phone. All right, but, guys. Uh, what, that, what you got? Oh, real quick. Ryan Williams had the funny tweet about podcasters talking to podcasters like it was Super Bowl Monday and Media Row. Radio Row. I just want to I, – I didn't credit him last week. I need to credit him now. Beautiful. All right, gents. Thanks for listening, everybody. Steve Politi, James Cratch, Keith Sargent signing off. We'll be back next week to summarize the Kansas Jayhawks game. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.